Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal, with episode number 22 of Giving Your Best Life. Today, I want to start our episode off with a couple of challenges. I noticed that the last episode, um, and I haven't been consistent. I, I want to apologize for not being consistent of not like always giving a challenge, but I really am getting out of the habit, have been for years, of not apologizing. I actually had a manager several years ago. We were doing my quarterly review, and she said she had something to talk to me about. And I was panicked. I mean, I couldn't think of anything that I had really done that was glaring wrong over the past quarter. And do you know what she wanted to talk to me about? It was about not apologizing. She's like, Stephanie, you apologize for everything. You know, you don't run respond to an email immediately or a text immediately. Like she had this whole list of all the times that I start out with, I'm sorry, dot, dot, dot. And she's like, those are not the reasons to be apologizing. And uh, so taking that advice from my manager, since that was an evaluation, I really have had to uh, check myself every time I want to say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't return your text as soon as possible. Um, and, and usually I do as soon as I can. Uh, but a lot of times I'm working on projects. I try not to get distracted. Last episode, I was talking with you guys about having squirrel syndrome, and it's really easy for me to work on a project and then pick up my phone, check a text. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm down the rabbit hole of social media and email, and I've forgotten about my project and all my energy is wasted. Can you relate to that? So a lot of times when I'm working on a project, I don't even have my phone with me. It's not even in the same room, so I don't get distracted. So um, I would apologize for not having a challenge in the last episode or some of the episodes I've recorded, but I'm not sorry, and today is the day you're going to get some challenges. I hope maybe somebody needed to hear that. Are you, are you somebody that apologizes all the time? Maybe you're not even cognizant of it. Now, I'm really cognizant of when people tell me I'm sorry, and a lot of times my response to them, whether it's in an email or if we're in person or on the phone or a text, is tell them, you don't need to apologize for that, you know, and, and sometimes if I feel led, I'll share the little story that I just shared with you. So anyways, here's a couple of challenges for you. One giving challenge, one gratitude challenge. There's research out there that has been done where it says if nonprofits thank their donors, 
which I can't believe we even have to have this conversation, but a lot of nonprofits do not do this. They don't think they're donors. They get the money, and I don't want to say they get the money and run. They go out and do a lot of good things, but a lot of them do not think they're donors, whether it's through notes, handwritten thank you notes, or through phone calls. Years back, I don't know, maybe even a decade, I can't believe it's been that long, but it may have been, I donated to an event with the Porter County Community Foundation. It was a women's tea. Women get dressed up. Uh, You go, I don't even think we have tea, but that's just what the event is. They have a speaker. I've been honored to be the keynote speaker at that event before. And they do a fundraiser like right there within the event may last an hour and a half, which is great. And they raise anywhere from 75 to over a hundred thousand dollars in that one event. And so I had made a donation to that event and it might've even been the same afternoon or the next day. I remember it was very quick. I received a phone call from the executive director of that nonprofit. I was shocked. I was blown away. I think that was the first time I had ever received a phone call from a nonprofit. I was so impressed with that. Now, what's very cool is over the years, I actually uh, got asked to sit on the board of directors and going into 2021, I'm going to be the chair of that board. So you never know when you get involved in an organization where either you're a donor or you're volunteering, it may lead to leadership opportunities. Uh, You might want to think about if that's one of your goals. So anyways, the importance of just saying thank you. Like I know how good that made me feel as a donor, like somebody recognized that I was giving them my hard or earned dollars and just being able to have a conversation. So it's something that the organization has always done. They've actually expanded it over the years. And as a board member, I got to participate. One day I went in to the office and I called donors. I think I called 60 or 70 donors in one afternoon. Many of them I just had to leave messages. Some I couldn't get a hold of via the phone, so I sent them a follow-up email. But do you know what was incredible? The donors that I did talk to, one, they were so grateful. They loved just getting to chat with me and getting to know me, but they were thanking me. They were thanking me for calling them. They were thanking me for all the wonderful things that the organization does. I got done with, as volunteering, I felt so good. Like it was so exciting to talk to our donors and learn a little bit more about them. Like that wasn't the intention of the call, but that's just what happened. Um, So there's so many good things that came out of this call. And they say that nonprofits, you know, who thank their donors, they see an increase in their donations. So, Stephanie, why are you telling me all this? Well, I want you to think about a nonprofit that you're involved in, maybe that you even give to, and ask them, you know, have a conversation. If you haven't noticed that they do thank you calls or thank you notes, maybe make the recommendation, but take it a step further. Here's where the giving challenge comes in is I want you to then be that volunteer who steps up and participates. You know, it doesn't take a long time to handwrite thank you notes or to go into their office or now we have cell phones, you know, to make some phone calls and call and thank their donors. So I would love to hear from you to hear what nonprofit 
that you love. You know, I, I'm always, you, you never know. Send me a nonprofit. I love to dig in and research. Sometimes I just randomly give. I guess it's not random because it's intentional. You know, I'm making, I'm intentionally choosing to give to them. Uh, but a lot of times recommendations that I get from listeners or people who are following me on social media, some, sometimes I just go and give to that organization. So I'd love to know an organization that you love and that you're saying, hey, Stephanie, I'm going to take the challenge and get involved in saying thank you to donors. Okay, so that is your giving challenge for the next week or the next month, whenever you want to take it. And then I have a gratitude challenge for you. Uh, right now, I'm recording it. We're right smack dab in the middle of winter. I'm in Indiana. It's very cold. It's in the 20s here. Certain days, depending on the wind, the windshield is much, much colder than 20 de degrees. And I am so grateful for the nonprofits in our community that collect coats, hats, gloves, boots, shoes for those that are in need in our community. I want you to think about your community. Are there nonprofits or maybe even individuals or churches that collect uh, winter you know, items, and then they give those away to people in need. If so, take five minutes to write them a thank you note to their staff. You know, some of our nonprofits, I think their staffs are the least thanked. You know, they just go out and they serve and they do a good job for the community, but they don't hear a lot of thank yous. So I would love for you to take a moment to recognize them. Just thank them for the critical role that they're playing in your community. If you know something specific or you have a specific volunteer or you have a specific, um, you know, maybe something that you noticed or have an impact, share that also. So that's your gratitude challenge for the day is uh, to just thank a nonprofit in your community that is collecting coats, hats, gloves, boots, you know, those types of things for those in need. I also want to talk about um, how do we give to ourselves? You know, I have in the past, I may, I think I've talked about this in, in prior episodes is uh, I've really struggled with that. I am a doer, a busybody, uh, working on a lot of projects. I work full time during the day. I have my company giving gal, writing books, speaking, um, doing coaching, and just hopefully putting out really good content for you guys. And at the end of the day, I have to be intentional. There's that word again of, uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back to 20, we talk about intentional, is uh, I have to be intentional about making time for myself and giving to myself. And so I want to have a give to yourself challenge today. And if you're listening to this in the new year, it's a great time to do this. If you're not, it's still a good time. Um, is I want you to take out a pen and a paper, get maybe your favorite journal. If you're not a pen and paper kind of person, get out your phone and make a list. But I want you to make a list of 12 ways, I said 12 because that's once a month, that you can give to yourself over the next year. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. It doesn't even have to cost you a lot of time. Just be intentional about thinking of things, ways, actions that fill up your cup and what are those things? Write them down, 
And then you could even take it a step further and say, when am I going to do that? So if you're doing this in January, when in January am I going to do this? If I'm doing it in February, when in February am I going to give to myself? So uh, I would love to hear from you what you're putting on this list. I always love to share in my newsletter, uh, maybe on a future podcast episode, I'll share some of those ideas. So uh, hit me up on social media or shoot me an email, stephanie at givinggal.com or giving underscore gal on Instagram. But this is something I'm intentional about. I always make sure, um, you know, more more than once a month, you know, at least once a week I'm giving to myself. But uh, if you're just new <laughs> to taking time for you, especially if you're a mama and you got some little kids, you know, once a month may, may be, you know, a good start for you. Finally, when, when we talk about giving to ourselves, there's a lot of research about reading and the power that reading can have in our lives uh, professionally, really. A lot of uh, the top CEOs will read you know, a lot of books a year. If you're a writer or aspiring writer and author, you think you have a book in you? Like most people, a high percentage of people in the United States say they want to write a book. Now the actual people who do is very low, but if you want to write a book or you want to be a better writer, uh, they say to read more books. I think this year I read 76 books. I believe 10 of those were children's books. Um, But This year, I have a goal to read 100 books, which at the end of the day, that's two a week, you know, a little bit under two a week. And I think that's doable, especially if I'm watching my time on social media, you know, just again, being intentional, going back to that word. So I want to share with you the books that I'm reading over the years and what I think about them. Uh, You know, I'll I'll only tell you the good ones. I'm not going to waste your time with bad books. Like, hey, here's a bad book. Um, Don't go read it. But the book that I am three-fourths of the way through is Everyday Millionaires by Chris Hogan. Now, I will say I actually read books, like usually have a physical book or on a Kindle, This is a book I'm listening to. Now, I typically don't listen to books because I get distracted easily. Next thing I know, I've missed a couple of chapters and then I have to figure out where I left off and then I'm frustrated. And so I typically don't listen to books. But I, one of my goals, you know, I've got a lot of goals for this year is to get my books, The Giving Challenge and The Gratitude Challenge, and to convert them into an audiobook. So I'm listening to a couple of audiobooks just to see what their flow is. How do they start, especially in the beginning? All the books, it seems like they start different in the beginning. What do I want to do? Um, and so I am listening to Chris Hogan's Everyday Millionaires. And I got to say, friends, like, if nothing else... <laughs> If you're stressed out, like Chris Hogan has a voice I could listen to all day. He's very easy on the ears, my friends. But second, the book is a no-nonsense, take responsibility for your life and money type of book. And the other thing that I love about this book is that it just isn't based off of like what he thinks it takes to be a millionaire, but they actually did research and they interviewed 10 thousand everyday millionaires. So if you, everything he talks about is based on the interviews with people who have done what maybe you never thought was possible, which listening to the book, 
Like, I have some frustrations because I should have been doing some things earlier. I'm actually doing most of them now, but I could have been doing them when I was in my 20s and early 30s. So I feel like I missed the boat, but I guess better late than never. And so if you never thought you could be a millionaire, I want you to think again. I would really love for you to check out this book uh, by Chris Hogan, Everyday Millionaires, and find out how you can be a millionaire. Okay, friends, I hope today I gave you some good tips on uh, how you can go out and give, uh, how you can be grateful and show gratitude, how you can give to yourself, plug in a little bit of reading over the next month or two. And at the end of the day, all of these things are going to help you to get out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books, and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.